Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Toss to Turbin. Turbin's in for the touchdown. Have fun. Play with some heart. Play with passion. Turbin is in. He gets the call. On second down and goal and pushes it through. And the Colts have scored a touchdown. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining today's show. Got my my co-host, Bridget Case, with me as always. What's up? How's it going? Very bright, beautiful. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this with me. No worries. Just here to save the day. (laughs) As always. (laughs) Very special guest on the show today, Dion Jordan. All right. Oregon graduate. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. First round pick. Go Ducks. Hey. Uh, Miami, is that right? Yeah. Oh, you guys got that Oregon Duck thing going on together right now, don't you? Oh yeah, hey, I got my I got my own in the background. It's a forever thing, you know. Represent. How was that Told experience? You. How was that experience? Oregon Oregon recruited me out of high school. Okay, Oregon yeah. was my number one choice. Okay, now all my life I wanted to be a running back. All right, uh-huh. I grew up idolizing Barry Sanders. And even Ricky Waters, because Ricky Waters played for the 49ers, 49ers were my favorite team growing up, being a Bay Area kid. I even had a, a, a Ricky Waters jersey when he played for the Eagles after he yeah. left. But Oregon, you know, they were recruiting me out of high school to play safety. Coach Aliotti was a defensive yeah. coordinator. Was he your defensive coordinator? He was, man. He was. Coach Aliotti. I love Coach yeah. Aliotti. Right, he a legend too. He's so <laughs> oh, cool, man! I love uh, Coach Aliotti. Coach Aliotti <laughs> was one of the like, went, like Oregon. Like if I if I if I wasn't so gung ho on playing running back, I'd have been I'd have been in the in the green and black and and highlighter and white and all the other <laughs> colors that you guys wear with all them damn uniforms and shit. Yes, but um, I went to two camps out there. Like you know, how I do like the summer camp and. And I did one camp when I was on like a renegade team, right? You just they just throw on a random team. We were kind of good, man. But but how was that experience playing for Coach Alioli, going to University of Oregon? How was that? Yeah, man, it was it was it was awesome, man. It was awesome. The city uh, of Eugene itself, I think, is special. Uh, it's some really nice people, very beautiful, you know. And then just the. Uh, the campus itself, like as far as like, uh, you know, just the sports culture and everything is, is everything because there's nothing else around us. So, right. You know, they give us a lot of love, man, and make you feel good as an athlete. So it was really good, man, especially when you're winning games, you know, it's, uh, you get rocking. Eugene can get rocking for sure. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> yeah. of winning games, you guys are in four BCS championship games. Is that right? Yes, sir. And one and one uh one national title game. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So man, that 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 experience had to be, you know, undoubtedly phenomenal. Talk about those games, especially the uh especially the national championship. Who'd you play against? Like what was that experience like? Yeah, brother, it was it was it was special. Like um, you know, like before I got to school there, uh I think Eugene, Oregon was just kind of like, you know, one of those teams were just kind of like top 15, you know, just they, they'll make it to a good bowl game, but, you know, it wasn't the bowl game everybody was yeah. expecting to. So, you know, when I first got Kind of hiding behind USC and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like they would, they would never let us, like, just be up there with the rest of the, the country. But, you know, when I first got there, that's pretty much how it was. We, we the first year we, uh, we had a lot of talented football players on the team, uh, but the head coach was Mike Bellotti at the time. Mike Bellotti was our mm-hmm. yeah, my first year there, you know, and he had a he he him and um uh Aliotti recruited a lot of those guys, you know, from the Bay Area, bro, from over yeah. 
in the south and stuff like like they, they these guys were at the, the school for 20 plus years you know doing this thing and uh you know, i was blessed man once i got there uh i was a tight end receiver oh really yeah man okay i came in as a wide receiver actually and uh yeah, I had a, a Michael. Wait, I'm confused. Then why did Aliotti recruit you? Well, that, I was you get recruited by everybody pretty much. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. He, his his area, I think, is it, based defense. on okay. it's based on area, regardless yeah. of your position. Got it. Yeah, man. So like that's that's what it was with me, and um, I had a like a little microscopic surgery my freshman year. And I got bigger, bro. And, uh, the next year. Uh, Chip Kelly was the head coach, and he asked me to move over to the defensive side of the ball to help the team. And I was like, you know, I'll do whatever I got to do to play. You know, that mindset. I'm like, yeah. give you something to do. Like, <laughs> Well, well, let me ask you this. Did you, did you think about – so, you know, obviously new coaching staff coming in. There's no penalty for transferring with a new coaching staff. Did you think about going elsewhere, especially well, Chip after – was already on the staff. Was yeah, he? he was. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, was, he was an OC yeah. at the time. So you had some familiarity with him. I had no familiarity with him. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, it was different, bro. It was all different. Like I just knew who Chip was. Like when I got there, he was like this. He was running the offense, so I'm like trying to catch up to what this guy is saying. He like talks so fast. It was a lot. Like he was a lot to deal with. Like to from the coaching side, but he was a hell of a coach as far as like just knowing like where to put his guys. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Realize, you know, I can help the team on uh, defense and special teams. I was like, you know, whatever I got to do, coach. And, uh, yeah, man, I was uh, from then on, I was just kind of excelling, uh, you know, as a football player as well as like helping my team win football games. And, you know, as a as an athlete, as a player, brother, it's like nothing better than that, that feeling of uh, your personal progress and the team success. Like, you know, you ride – on a, on a real uh, high at that time. That's what we were doing, man. We were not only winning football games, but, you know, it was making it exciting to, to be a part of. I was I was just blessed, I continue to say. Yeah. You know, I remember around that time, a lot of people wanted – I mean, I'm sure you guys were getting a lot of recruits. A lot of people wanted to go to Oregon. I mean, Oregon all of a sudden, like, you guys are winning. You're going to these big bowl games. You got these clean-ass jerseys every week, you know, different uniforms and everything like that. It made Oregon really attractive during that time, would you say? Yeah, man. It, it, of course, of course. You know, like, uh, I think the style of the fo uh, football we was playing made it fun as well as, like, yeah. the clothes and stuff we was wearing. Yeah, that's real. So that It made it fun. Like, for kids, you know, if you are, you're an offensive guy. Like, you score three, four touchdowns in a game, bro. Another running back going to – I mean, a young running back going to want to be like you soon. Like, they keep right. watching this guy dive into the end zone and stuff, so. You know, we had those type of cats on our team, you know, that was making big plays and coaches put people in position. Uh, and it was just, I don't know, man, we was just like, hey, we hit the we hit the jackpot as far as, like, timing in college football. I, I honestly Definitely. feel like, you know, and, you know, uh, I don't know, just winning those games were a lot of fun. We had, we did a lot of work, though. We, like, the, what you guys, or what people seen was, like, just a small amount of, like, the work we put in because, you know, when you got to chase those guys every day, the like Michael James, Kenyon yep. Barner, the yep. Anthony Thomas, yeah. like you as a defense, you have to be just as good or even better. So we have some like some real good work, bro, like that we put in with each other to where like when we got over on, on Saturdays, we really made people quit on both sides of the ball because it was like we never we wouldn't see nobody faster than D'Anthony Thomas. I feel or quarterback you. better than Marcus Mariota, you know, this guy yeah. who just won the Heisman. It's like, so as a defense, you know, uh, we were blessed, man. We had Aliotti who was, like, bringing in these guys for years uh, as a defensive coordinator. Uh, Chip Kelly, you know, who was taking over in college football at the time uh, with his offense. And man, we all just mesh. Uh, I also – you know how it is like when you uh first get to college you come in with like your group mm -hmm. you know, you're able to <clears throat> excuse me stick together with that that young group you know that also like gives you a level of success and we was able to do that like a lot of us that came into school like we took care of each other to avoid 
getting in trouble as much as possible, I say. <laughs> getting in trouble and, you know, just motivating and taking care of each other like brothers are supposed to do. And a lot of that rolled over, you know, to the success that we had on the field. And a lot of us are, as well also outside of football, like uh, moving on to our next our next careers and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I was trying to explain that to Rob. Like, the camaraderie at Oregon is so different than anything I've seen from – I don't know, fellow peers, like they didn't experience the same, I don't know, like it really is a family environment. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you are so immersed in the culture like you are. Yeah, man. Eugene is such a a small town. It's like, you know, everybody knows each other. and Man, like when you, when you performing at a, at a high level from a sports perspective you know just it only gives you that that small city community you know that's that much more powerful mm-hmm. man like I, I just seen like the elevation of uh athletics at that at the, the school and i know i'm a student there you know what i'm saying like it's you got proud you cry you have a lot of i proud. can't imagine like it's crazy. I I remember walking into the cast and it like smelling. And <laughs> now you yes. look at what it's it's called like the Marcus Mariota Center or whatever it is now, yes. and it's gorgeous and it looks mm-hmm. it's so state of the art. Do you remember? Uh, is it Matt Matt Arena, the old basketball stadium? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh um. Dude. Matt Court. Matt Court. Matt Court. Yeah. The, the seats and stuff like that. It was. Oh it was my hot. gosh. <laughs> Exactly. That's the stuff that I'm talking about. Like, those are the things that a lot of the, you know, younger generation or people that see just the wins on TV, like they don't realize that that stuff is there. And that's what laid the groundwork for us to build that culture. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, man. And and the fans and the students and everything like that is like, it's a huge part of it. You know, if anybody's ever been to any, like, even the, the track and field events, man, mm-hmm. it's like, really? Support, oh, bro. yeah. The love that you get as an athlete is huge, man. And, uh, it just makes you want to go and compete. Hey, I mean, like, I, I don't know. We lucky, Eugene. Uh, you know, we lucky as ducks to, you know, just have that, that small part of the country on life. We're doing, a, I think, a pretty damn good job at uh, just competing with the rest of the country at a high level and everything. Well, I yeah. can see with all of that information why you wouldn't want to transfer. It sounds like that that uh, you know that school uh, was so much more like a community uh, where everybody was totally. together. I mean, you know, Bridget was telling me earlier that she was uh, you know she she knew who you were, but, but was surprised that she hadn't remember remembered meeting you or anything like that, only because of the culture uh, that yeah. was built and that was set there, uh, the relationships there, I guess uh, you know, spread out throughout the whole town sounds like that's a really cool thing to be a part of yeah no for sure and i mean like you even think about like the songs that are played on the jumbotron or like a a rap group that puts together a music video for a school project and then turns it into a whole entire national campaign and it's it's crazy you know you know what i'm saying like it's it's amazing and then ends up partnering with Nike to run it and just those things that end up happening from little I don't know it's it's the whole grassroots vibe yep. that is very important. So uh <laughs> so out of those out of those uh those four BCS games was that was the Natty your favorite one that you that you played in was that the most memorable? Hands down the most memorable. Uh jeez bro who did y'all play yeah, against? Lost, Auburn. Yeah. Auburn. Okay. So could, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I gave him. Yeah. I gave him a good stink eye before. You know. <laughs> Trying to intimidate him. Trying totally. To you know. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy, man. I think so. Yeah, that was probably that's probably the biggest game. Uh, and then uh, I, the Rose Bowl games that we played as well were really big because we <laughs> the competitions were so big time, like Terrell Pryor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ohio like, State. Russell Wilson, like these Yeah, dudes. Wisconsin. Yeah. That, what, 2012 yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah. How many of those games did you guys win, those BCS games? We only won one, bruh. No, no, two. two. Rose two. Bowl and Fiesta Bowl. 
Right. I'm sorry. Uh, she, know, she know her. She, <laughs> she know we, her I, school, I, man. Be look, bro. Look, <laughs> all I think about is the losses so much. Like you feel me? Yeah, like, you, you know, do. The losses yeah. stick with you, man. Yeah, man. So like. Yeah, oh, okay. You know, agree with me though. What, do you feel like the worst loss of your life was? Versus Stanford in 2012. Oh, the words right out of my mouth. Of course, yo. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I remember my that God. game. God, I was like, I, I even that, like that. Poor loss, Alejandro. I, <laughs> hey, you know what? I lived with Alejandro that year. You did. It was me. I uh, we used to work on our art projects together. This is wild. You know, he, yeah, that that's so my funny. brother, man. Like he took that one tough, and yeah, we had to hold him up. After that, one. what happened? Like, I mean, did he feel like, like the game was just on his shoulders or what? He missed the field goal. <sighs> oh, okay, that's right. And yeah, we right. were like, I, and I think we were the number one team in the country at that time. Yeah, so he's a kicker, bro. We live with the kicker. So, me, it was myself and uh, two other defensive players, and the kicker, bro, we lived together. It was it's the most randomest thing, but yeah, Alejandro was my, my guy, my roommate for a year. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's it was so up, it was man. so depressing because that's the year that Notre Dame went and played Alabama in the national championship, and it was something yes. like the the lowest rated, the TV ratings were really bad, yeah, the worst they, of all yeah. time. Because like, nobody I watched the game. Us in Alabama, like big time yeah. uh, that year. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like you know, it was I mean, so who, sad because who, like and, we should have gone that year. And Notre Dame is my dream school, but it's like, who who wants to watch? I mean, nobody was trying to watch Notre Dame in the national no. championship. You know what I'm saying? Let's be real. But, it's um, crazy, huh? College football is crazy, bro. Like, I don't know. Like the 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 more and more you like, you find out about the you know what's going on, and it's it's crazy. Just everything so, in general. Well, when you were playing, they didn't have the playoff system, right? No. So, how did you feel about that when it when it shifted over? Uh. <laughs> I felt like it was fair. I really felt like it was fair, you know, because of the players or the teams, you know, with the most wins will get a chance. But I mean, uh, I think they, I think they should add four more teams, though, make it eight. I think that's I think that's something they should do, probably, man, because then you get a fans, you know, a better opportunity to look at all the the, the better teams play. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. College football, bro, it's it's. it's it's, it's one of them things, man. It's like uh, you love it so much. And then, like, I think probably because we all got a certain attachment to it, whether you went to school there or play, like, I don't know. You got a certain attachment to it. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. Yeah. Uh, I want to I wanna pause real quick. I want to give a, a, a quick shout-out, all right, to one of our new sponsors, True Classic Tees. want to thank you guys. Bridget, why are you laughing? <laughs> Because, sorry, I'm really excited to wear a true classic tee. That's why I'm laughing. Oh, is that, is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, want to give a shout out. All right. One of our new sponsors, True Classic Tees. Um, you can go to their website, trueclassictees.com. Use the code uh, BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, uh, at checkout. You get 20% off. Again, that's trueclassictees.com. Thanks a lot for being a sponsor. Uh, the turbo talk. All right, moving on. So, great career at Oregon. All right, you come in as a as a tight end wide receiver. We'll get to that. We'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, but mm-hmm. I want to transition now. Uh, you play your college career. You you you're involved in uh, you know championship game pretty much every year of your career there, uh, and then you go pro. Um, Talk about draft day. How was draft day like? Uh, were you nervous? Did you go to the draft? Were you at home? How was that experience for you? Yeah, man. I, the whole thing was like a dream, like living out a dream. Uh, it, it was wild because um, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Like, I wasn't even a guy on the team. Like, it was never the guy. Like, it took me all the way to, like, my junior year for, like. You were, ca- you were hiding behind some big names. I was. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I had to – I worked hard. I had worked really hard. I, I started, like, on this side of the ball and then the other side. And through, you know how you got to work your way through special teams to get a yeah. position type of deal. I went through it all, you know. And 
uh, yeah, it wasn't until like my junior year where like the everybody really realized like this guy's on the field all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, after after college ball for me, it was weird, man. Like the whole process was weird. It was like living out a dream. You know how it is, like everything from picking the agent to picking to where you go train to like you know, just all the little stuff was just like living out a dream and uh had no idea. No clue, no expectation. I had a good feeling um, that I was going to get drafted in one of the top higher rounds, but that's all I, my expectations were. It's like, you know, I was I was going to go pro, you know, mm-hmm. like that, yeah. you know, that's a good enough feeling. But as uh, the the offseason kind of worked itself out. And, well, how did your uh, how did your performance at the Combine affect everything? Because I feel like that's when people really noticed you. Great question. It was before the combine. Um, just to be honest, I, I honestly feel like, uh, you know, as I as that that space in between, like where you're training and everything started to go along, like I think I think scouts started to watch film. I'm just being honest and realize, you know, that I I was on the field a lot. I did a lot of different things on the football field. That's when I started to see my name on ESPN. You know, which was big time for me as well. My whole family, like. You know, that draft yeah. process, the kids, your baby name on TV, like, <laughs> I'm like, D, stay humble. We, you know, you working out with a di- bunch of different athletes and stuff. It's like, you know, you got to stay in that mentality, bro, because you, we are getting ready for uh, combines and all this stuff. So I stayed in that mentality of just working my butt off. Once I got to the combine, uh, it was easy. I'm going to just be honest with you. It was a breath of fresh air. It was, I think it was easy because I was one of those guys dragging me around like to meet every team and stuff like that and the only mm. like space I had to like just be myself was when I was able to work out that for those few hours or for, for a little minute and I showed my ass I, I, I was like fuck it that's y'all just want me to run it's like it's nobody in front of me yeah right. I just want me to do this shit this is easy like I that's how I looked at it I was blessed man I think God put me in a position where other teams see my, my talent and yeah, man, and it was just I was I got invited, bro. I got invited to New York, you know, and, and you know it's yeah. wild too. Like I wasn't even about to go. I didn't want to go to New York. I was like, now nah, I want to be around my family and had them right. able to enjoy this moment. And yeah, they were right. calling me. It was like, dude, you got to be here. You know, I'm happy I did go because you know my family members who uh, were able to, they made their way out to New York. Just to see them, like, you know how it is, Brad. Yeah, man. Um, well, city, I never got to experience New York, but it's my favorite city in the States. But to see well, your family, Brad, just to see your family from, like, from here to, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. the mentality of, like, just seeing that, it was a blessing. I realized, you know, that I'm happy that I, I was able to bring them with me. 100%, man. And, 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 and I think <laughs> it's, like, it's music, music City, right? That's where they have it at. Um, that that's an experience in itself. I mean, I, you know, it's one thing to be at home with the family and that, and that feels good and everything like that, but to be able to experience uh, uh, what, what goes on at Radio City there up in, in New York yeah. City, it has to be like, you know, memorable, not only for you, but like you mentioned, the family members that were able to attend. Yeah, man, it's, it's like you said, man, it's, it's one of those, those dream type of uh, scenarios, like, you you can only dream of yourself being there. Uh, I was just happy to be. I was happy to be there. I knew I was gonna go to the NFL. Like in my mind, it was just like, bro, you going to the NFL? Like it was no expectation. Like honestly, for myself, I just knew I was going to the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. Fuck you, D. Like to me, like you did something, man. But it was a lot of it was a lot of shit going on for me. It was like taking off on a rocket ship, kind of like. Or in a fast ass car, yeah, from mm-hmm. Eugene, yeah, so right. New York, totally. To Miami, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Did you did you uh, did you have a sense going into the draft that Miami was going to take you? Uh, were you expecting to go somewhere else? Did you want to go somewhere else? Yeah, well, um, <clears throat> it's wild because that's the only team that I didn't speak with. I never worked. I didn't work out for work throughout the whole really? process. Yeah, man, I, it was also uh, it was a quick and early, you know, reminder of the business aspect of the NFL. Uh, so the third pick was the pick where I was selected, and the fourth pick was 
uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles where um, my coach Chip Kelly had took off. Yeah. To, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was all crazy, bro. Like, the third pick comes up on the screen and it's actually the Oakland Raiders. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, they don't need no defensive players. I probably, I probably mm. won't be this guy. And all of a sudden, it's like the pick is traded to, you know. Wow. I was like two minutes, two and a half minutes from going to my coach, bro. And who knows how things would have turned out. But, you know, everything I think went the way it was supposed to. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Sound like, man, sound like your dog, man. In the background, you want to get on the show, too. My bad, what's, brother. What's my up? Bad. What's he's an English bulldog, so this he got like a uh, he got like a real human snore. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. Were you yeah. ever worried that like the Chip Kelly style that you were so used to for the last however many years wasn't going to convert to the NFL? I had no idea. I had no idea. I, I played defense. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I had no idea. I just knew I played defense and. It, I, I knew like how how important defense defense was to supporting his style of, of ball, but right. I didn't know if it was gonna work. I knew Chip was a hell of a like a football mind. He is a hell of a football mind, but I, I had no clue. Well, how was Definitely. it? You get drafted to Miami. I think what which uh, which pick overall? Uh, the third number pick. three. Third third pick yeah, overall. <laughs> you go to Miami. You know. How was that? How was that experience? I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you had some ups and downs there. Uh, yeah. seem, it seems like, um, you know, and I, and I think sometimes, you know, like, well, you know, I, I know being a ball player, like uh, a lot of um, for a lot of players, you know, you go out there, you work hard and, 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 and things can happen for you individually as long as you work hard. But then there are other things and situations that are out of your control. I mean, uh, from an organization, I mean, we don't, we don't run the organization or do anything like that uh, as it pertains to making certain decisions. Uh, but what was it like for you there? You know, what were some of the good things and what were some of the, the things that you struggled with uh, being, being with Miami? Gee whiz. I think the first thing I struggled with was just being in Miami in general. <laughs> as a youngster, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> you can imagine. Yeah. I think what the – the biggest thing that I struggled with was like uh, I just being prepared for the NFL, like the, the lifestyle, the, the time management, you know, just like to, uh, the responsibility that it took to be a professional was, was the biggest thing for myself. I, I think, honestly, I struggled with being around the right, right crowds, you know, because it was it's so much so easy. It's, it's life outside of football as soon as you mm-hmm. open your doors in yeah. South Florida. Like yeah. it's there, um, so I struggled with that port that portion. But then again, like I, uh, I was I was very blessed again because when I got to Miami, it was a lot of like older guys. So like mm-hmm. you know, you kind of like it's a preaching where like do as I say, not as I do type of preaching. You know, like yeah, the big homies like right. But I was so I was I was so much trying to keep up with you know, with everything they were doing, I was doing what they were doing and not heeding what, what was being said. And a lot of uh a lot of the older guys who I'm cool with now, um, they did their best to take care of me, you know, like having me over with their family all the time to eat. Cause I was uh I was by myself. It was my first time down. I've never been to Florida. The furthest I ever been in the country. You know what I mean? It was everything was new to me. I'm a West Coast guy. You know what I mean? It was just, everything was just new. So they took care of me from the standpoint of making sure, like, I didn't, I wasn't in the house by myself all the way out there. Yeah, man. And then I, I think as well, like, I had, it was also uh, families outside of uh, football that I met that helped me uh, maintain. But yeah, I think the biggest thing, though, was probably just my preparation going into the NFL, like, everything that it took, uh, that it takes mentally. Uh, just to be a pro, I wasn't ready for it. And uh, I had everything at my disposal to distract myself. Right. And I was doing that. I was distracting the hell out of myself. And it, it was taking my, 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 it was taking me away from the game, man. It was taking me outside of, away from football. And mm-hmm. It took me a while to recognize, you know, what, what was going on, what I was doing. I had to call in, uh, 
my help, you know, my family and my friends. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to call. They, you know, the people that love and care for me, they was always there. They, they were there. It was nothing for them to pop up. But yeah, man, I was. I think that was the biggest thing uh, for me, just the responsibility portion. Well, I, I tell you what, what's amazing about that is that you, with that experience, you can share that. I mean, obviously, we'll have listeners listening on the show, but for the next, for the next, you know, the next guy coming up, you'll be able to share that story. I'm sure you already have with some of the young cats that come into the league now, and you'll be able to, you know, let them know, like, obviously, you know, what to get involved in and what not to, you know, the things that that that, uh, that they can stay away from. You know, now you have that experience to be able to share that lesson um what was the turning point for you you know like what uh during your time in miami i guess towards the end of that tenure there what was the what was the turning point for you to say you know what let me get back to being uh deon jordan the way that i that i that i know that he is the best the best best. honestly bro was leaving miami skin out of there was like that was the biggest i honestly feel like the biggest thing for me it's just being being able to pick up and go, like move on with my life, mm-hmm. go somewhere else to start over, have that like the confidence and the trust and the faith, and you know my high power and the people around me that I was gonna be able to that I should move somewhere else that was gonna be beneficial for me, you know, as a mm-hmm. person and then you know, as my profession as well. Like I was, I was gonna be okay. I was gonna be around individuals who was gonna help me. <laughs> just be better and get me ready for football. And I think that's what it was. I had ended up leaving Miami and that's when I met T. Mm. Uh, right. Yeah, T, <laughs> T is your trainer, right? Yes, sir. Okay. And, uh, you know, my life, my life was, it was pretty much different ever since I met bro. Uh, yeah, man, three, six, 180. Whatever I, I turned it around, or did I've been I've been doing my best to I say that, and uh, yeah, I think just being able to move on, bro. Just like you know how it's the fear of the unknown, and like what, what was going on with me was like so I had that year I had to do a year suspension uh, mm-hmm. from the game. This is in 2015. I think so. Yeah, I, okay. I, I, I can't remember what year, but I had that fit the, the suspension and. Um, for for substance, correct. Okay. Yeah, I came back, and uh, it was different. Everything was different, man. Like I had stopped drinking and drugging and stuff like that. And, man, I'm in Miami playing football. You know, it's yeah. like you, and the world from my perspective was different. I was very sensitive to a lot of things, bro. Like right. I, it was crazy. Like I had no idea, like how much it was going to affect me. And it affected me a lot. It affected me a lot. Like, outside of football, I couldn't even connect to my teammates. So, like, I was injured as well. So, yeah. that, like, put more on top of everything that I was dealing with. Right, because when you're injured, right. you're, you're essentially isolated from the team. You know, right. it's like you're not even around. You're doing man, your own thing. And guys are looking at you like, man, who is it, man? This first-round pick, man. Right. Man, the whole – all I of that you. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. All that stuff, bro. And that's I'm a like, lot of pr- that's a lot of pressure. And I'm coming down from not drinking, like of, of adapting to this lifestyle of uh, being sober, bro. You know, I was still a young man. I'm, you know, at the time, I, I had to leave and I left. And I made my way back to the Bay Area. Me uh, and everything kind of slowed down. I worked out. I started working out that off season and uh, in the gym with Targ and. I, I ended up uh, going to Seattle from there. Right. And so Seattle was your first destination after Miami, where, so, where it was, you know, what I would say was the start, was the, was the, uh, the reset button for you, the, the start of right. rebooting your career. You know, right. went to Seattle, you did well. Um, and you were there for one or two seasons? Two seasons. Two seasons, right? Mm-hmm. I think we were there together, actually, for a short time. You had left, like, right before I got there. Okay. I, I think I would see y'all. Uh, would you come and do like the interviews with uh, uh, like during camp? Nah, that, I think that was Mike Rob that was doing that. Mike that. Rob. Okay, yeah, Mike bad. Rob. So you got there in 2016. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I was with the Colts. I was, that was my first year with the Colts. So yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I had left 
uh, I had left after after preseason 2015. But um, but yeah, so that was the start of the reboot for you. You had two good seasons in Seattle, uh, and then uh, then you went to Oakland after that. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. That's and that's nice. that's that's that's, re- that's home right there, ain't it? Bay Area, man. The Bay Area is home. You know, I, I actually grew up a Niner fan, but I did too. You know, I, I was able to, I was happy to represent, you know, for the Bay Area, man. I was happy to represent. It was like, uh, it was iconic on some, uh, just to keep it real. Like, if you pay attention, if you was paying attention to what was going on around you, it was very iconic because it was the last season there. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I had no clue. You know, I'm a 49er fan. I wanted to hate on him my whole life. And then I put the yeah. jersey on and it was like, okay, I get it a little bit, you know? Man, let me tell you, I, I grew up a 49er fan. I tell people all the time, you know, that you know, you get the question like, what's your favorite stadium to play in? It's the Oakland Coliseum. It's nice, For me, man. It's, it's the real. Oakland Coliseum. Oh, my gosh, those on bathrooms the stink. Oh, oh you, my you God. You probably not, don't. You don't sit up there. But we okay. on the field. That, you uh-huh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about the atmosphere, the black hole. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I got you. I got <laughs> you. talking about it's the stadium real. and the, the damn... Well, how are the seats, Bridget? The plumbing the is like pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure it's illegal. Like it's quarantined <laughs> by the fire department. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I appreciate. It. That's funny. No, I seriously, <laughs> I, I really am pretty sure. But okay, before you got to Oakland, you were sitting out last season for yes. another suspension for Adderall use. And what yes. I'm really like, I'm really curious about is that. You first come off of injury, so you're dealing with that all mentally. And then, second, do you do you have ADHD? Yeah, I just didn't turn in. So you got to turn in a a, a prescription, a your TUE prescription to right. the NFL every every year, and that just didn't do it that year. I was I had a lot of shit going on. I just didn't do it that. Past but that's got to be so frustrating because you have a, a reason to be using it. It was frustrating, like, once I was able to explain myself. And, uh, okay. You know, they, uh, yeah. The NFL got some strict rules. And, like, yeah. 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 No, definitely. <laughs> but that, yeah. I, I just think, I mean, the cool thing is, is that even though that is sucky because you are doing something to try to, you know, help yourself, you are still taking responsibility and building yourself back up, following the rules, and then getting back out there on the field despite what everyone else thinks. Absolutely, right. it's right. it's a battle, you know. It is that battle, you know, of of just taking care of your your own responsibilities and and just uh, I don't know, just respecting and realizing, you know, what you got to do, you know, on a daily basis. That was part of my responsibility working with the NFL. Mm-hmm. I was hard hit. I was I was I was in my own space very much. So you know, it was a space of like. I was just stuck in my head, just football. What you know? Just I gotta be here. I gotta do this. I can't get in trouble doing this. You know, it's, and everything. I was kind of it was me against the league, kind of. They they eventually got my ass. Uh, right. The simplest things. Wow. Do you get motivated by the people who doubt you because you might have not panned out, panned out as a first round pick? Does that drive you? Nah, um, honestly, because I, I've I've never had too many doubters in my in my life. I've, I've, I feel like I'm a um, very positive individual. Uh, people around me, when I'm able to work, I think they see that. So I think the worst thing for me was actually like let my own self down because you okay. do work so hard and uh, you know for for you to spill the milk or to to, to knock over the you know mess up your own blessings and your own dreams that that hurts yeah. worse than anything yeah. you're, you're you're your biggest critic absolutely yeah i was talking to somebody um about like this is totally unrelated but kind of but about social media comments and mm-hmm. you know they were saying oh well you'll start to get more trolls you know the more you grow whatever blah blah, blah with your show and i'm like I've been getting mean messages from people for years. Like at my last news station that I worked at, people would send in the most evil, hateful emails. And it's usually just like old women sitting on the couch (laughs) who have nothing to do better than write something mean about you. Right. Like they talk about my mustache and whatever. And I'm like, okay, I'm Italian. I can't help it. But like, you know, there are things that 
sometimes you just have to accept Mm -hmm. and sure the first couple hurt but all of a sudden like you just become immune to that hate and you realize that like all of the things that bother other people don't even like phase you anymore it's crazy not at all well i mean i think you you like everybody else you know you're motivated you know you feel me and regardless of where you are whether you know working here with turb or with your previous job, you know, you motivated. So it's, it's nothing anybody should be able to say to, you know, to yeah. try to pull you away from that, that work right. that you put in. So. Right. And also, man, I say this all the time too. Everybody's journey is different and totally. it's unique and it's special because it's specific to you. Nobody else, nobody else has it. And that's mm-hmm. what makes, that's what makes you unique. I think what's really special about, uh, your journey as I, as I sit back and I listen to you is how you've been able to overcome and you've become good with you. Like, yeah, hey, man, I'm good with Deion. I'm good with Deion Jordan. This is me. Yeah. You know, these are things that uh, I've gone through and uh, each time I've been able to overcome and here I am still. Right. You know, because there saying? are so many athletes out there. You have to know who, have oh well I, I i do this and then i'm oh just you know oh well i'm gonna move on but they're not learning from that experience right yeah, yeah. i mean not everybody is able to bounce back totally you know to be transparent well it's all about you know uh rest in peace you know got rest dead like nipsey hustle used to say it's all about the marathon man you know and like you said turb like uh us as human beings like that's what it's about like, nobody understands yo yo your race. Yeah. You feel me? And, you know, if the more comfortable you are with running that yourself, you know, realizing it's up to you to put the one foot in front of the next type of mentality is, you know, we able to excel as human beings, as individuals. Yeah, I've, I've, I've become uh, as comfortable as I can with it, you know, and, and I want to do my best to, you know, just to live that way. So that's it. Yeah. Listen, before we move on, still a couple things I want to talk to you about. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Bet Online. It is Bet Online, uh, Bridget, not BET. Bet Online. All right. Obviously, there's no sports or anything like that going on in the world. Uh, And, uh, you know, we're in a little bit of a a crisis there, but we'll get through it uh, as Americans. Uh, but there are some exciting replays yeah, though, and I've been watching like is. professional handball replays. Yeah. So man, they played WrestleMania thirty. I don't know if you guys used to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. They they, they played WrestleMania thirty. I was like, Ooh. <laughs> in the beginning, bro, you I see got the juice like it was like live or something. I was hyped. I was watching that. Man, I was hyped. Yeah. You was watching it too. I did. I did. Man. Uh, bet online. Uh, listen, you can bet on things. There's, there's it makes martial arts, American Idol, the election coming up, spelling, spelling bee. bee. Yeah, uh, there's a uh, seven seven hundred fifty thousand dollar poker series uh, that you can bet on as well. Go to betonline.ag uh, and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. All right, again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code. My pod 100. All right. Bet online. The fun never ends. All right, Woo! dude. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's transition a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm a big, uh, I'm a storyteller, so I love stories. I want to get into how football and everything got started for you. But before we Wait, get but to can that, we ask, can we ask really fast? Are you a free agent right now? Yes, I am a free agent. Okay. I just, right. I just was curious. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yes. I was too. I wasn't sure if you were still with the We were going to ask earlier. Now I'm not uh, with the Raiders. Do you want to go back? Uh, I heard John Gruden likes you. Yeah, man. I, I, I haven't I heard that. a lot of the guys on the team. I don't know, man. At the moment, I, I want to stay on the West Coast. That's what I do want. I, I want to yeah, be on the West Coast. Yeah, stay, okay, stay but I, I saw there was a tweet. Yeah. Like Cameron Jordan was tweeting <laughs> about you this weekend saying that he wants you to come to the Saints. Oh, How would you boy. feel about that? <laughs> I love oh, Cam yeah. to death. That's my brother. You know, I went to school with Cameron. I actually, yeah, I went to high school with Cam. Uh, I love him to death, man. I honestly feel like, uh, you know, we are you see- trying to let him down easy? I can't tell. 
I'm not trying to let him down. I want to. I want to do his best for me. You know, but being around with being able to play with Cam, it's like one of those dreams, man. Like to bring you back to high school. You know, one of the better defensive mm-hmm. ends and players in the league, and to reunite would be awesome. Honestly, I feel like. I think sometimes, in a way, being get, getting an opportunity to play with a friend that you're so familiar with can elevate your game. Even really? if it's in an area, yeah. Even if it's in the area that you're unfamiliar with, like for me, like you know, I don't know New Orleans all that well. I'm, uh, you know, I'm assuming you don't either, uh, you know, Dion. But you know, you, you you go to a place. Obviously, like you mentioned, you know, uh, Cam is, is is a dominant defensive end. Um, you know, you go there. That's going to elevate your you know your game from the bat. Not only is is he your friend, you've known him since high school. You guys keep in touch, uh, but and you line up against Tom Brady twice yeah. a year. I mean, it's great. I mean, and and I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about the Saints organization. I think it'll be a good fit yeah. for you, man. Same here, man. Yeah, I. You know what, Brad? Like, I'm 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 just really blessed, man. I'm really blessed. I'm trying, and I'm also trying to like just relax, you know, with this free agency thing. Yeah, I'm really trying to like just not overthink. It is much. You seem as, really mentally strong. I'm trying. Well, look try. at all the things that he's been through. Yeah. yeah, you don't get nothing but stronger after that. I'm really don't trying to it. emulate my inner Dion it, right it, now. It, you, you get know? stronger. I so, try. So with all, okay, Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> With all the stuff going on, um, you know, let's uh, let's talk about the CBA a little bit. All right, yes. did you um, did you have an opportunity to 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 vote? Do you do 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 you see some good things uh, in the CBA? Um, is it something that you're looking at it like, man, we shouldn't have signed this deal? What's up? Yeah. Share your thoughts on that. Yeah, so I'm one of the guys who who voted no against. Uh, against the, the CBA. Um, for myself, I voted no because, you know, I, I look at the NFL as like, not such as like where we are, where I am right now, my career. Like what it's supposed to be or what it could be. You feel me? And a lot of it takes a lot of like strong, like players in general, like trying to take over, you know, trying to take control of their own career. So, I voted no against it. It's a lot of good things. I think the best thing about that, the deal was the was the benefits for the players retired and stuff like yeah. that, you know, because it falls into place as soon as possible. Uh, you know, that's only good, you know, when you're able to take care of your, your well-being, you know, from a game like this. It's, it's phenomenal. Uh, but I feel like well, that wasn't something that we should be fighting for anyway. You feel me? Like basic necessities and rights that we kind of like that we was fighting for that we right. wanted that, that we got. That's what we right. got. Uh, you were you were you were more focused on some of the bigger things like guaranteeing contracts and and and, yeah, and things just the like way that. The league should should be now. You know, like uh, uh, you know, some of these guys, a lot of these guys that play at that high level, man. Like, who knows? You know, like. The, the perfect example of it is as a Tom Brady, bro. Like, who knows who go, who gonna be the next Tom Brady? And you know, if he my skin color, I want the man to be paid like you feel me, just like the next. Because who knows? Like, I don't, right. want, I don't want nothing to be. I, I it probably won't change for a while, but just the the, the whole mentality of uh, how guys get paid is. Just not having any rigid, power right? in general. Just yeah. not having any power in general. Is... Yeah. Can you explain that, though, for people who are listening who don't understand? Because you got to know there are so many fans out there who think, oh, well, you athletes all make so much money and you're millionaires, but it's not really like that. No, I mean, it's just like any other profession, man. It's not like everybody's getting paid top dollar, you know. You, you, <laughs> you get so few guys who get the X amount of dollars and, you know, everybody else get paid salary so everybody you work for everything you get you work for everything you get you feel me it's guys in this league you know who come from not being drafted to bouncing from team to team and find a home and, and become uh the next brady bro and i i want them to to 
be pushed like it and to, to get paid like it. 100%. 100%. Now, you know, there, there, are some, there are some really good things in the CBA, you know, from, from my vantage point. Um, but, uh, you know, I was always under the, uh, the impression for, for us players, I just look at other, I just look at other professional sports as an example. You get the NHL, you have the, M- uh, the NBA, and the MLB. All three of those sports, what did they have in common that they did for the players to get what they wanted? They held out. They, they held support. out. They held out. They all had shortened seasons at some point in time, all right, during the lifespan, all right, for lack of a better word, okay, of their entity, all right? right. And for whatever reason, we, we refuse to do that. And, you know, in my opinion, the longer we refuse to do that, the longer we will not get what yeah. it is we want from the league. They'll always have the power. And all the other sports, guess who has the power? The players. Yeah. The players have the power. That's so true. Yeah, look at the NBA. We don't because we refuse to say, you know what? We're not going to play 16 games, 17 now, okay? We're going to – we're just going to sit out. We're going to sit out yeah. and maybe play 12, all right, until you guys can agree on, on getting us what we want. We don't have the strength and, quite frankly, seemingly, you know, you know not to uh, – uh, criticize anybody or, or, or incarcerate anybody in any, any way. But um, seemingly we don't have the leadership for that either, you know, nah. uh, on our side uh, from a, from a players association. So, uh, you know, so it's tough, you know, you know, it's tough. It, it, it's something that we have to just kind of deal with now for another 10 years. Yeah, man. I think the best thing we can do, you know, with us, like being where we are in our careers and like understanding, like actually like, taking something from like where we've been at this professional level is like the knowledge, bro. Like to give that knowledge to the kid, the cast that's like in it right now or coming up in it, you know, it's, that's the best part I think we can do. Cause then they, they can like, at least they know when they time come the next 10 years or whatever. Yeah. They should do. <laughs> did you always, uh, did you always want to be a football player growing up? Nah, brother. So I played three sports. I, I played football, basketball, track. Basketball, my first love, you know, yeah. tall guy. So, like, hoop was the one. It was everywhere. Go to school. Yeah. Recess, dunking on everybody. I'm taller than, the, you know. So, it was my first love, man. And, uh, Yeah, I, I started, actually, my freshman year on varsity and everything. My team just wow. wasn't good, bro. It was just, oh, my. My basketball team wasn't good at the time. Bro. It was tough. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all struggled, huh? They ruined it for you. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like, it, you got to be with some tall guys. It's a lot of tall guys in hoop. And I wasn't I wasn't necessarily the tallest dude every game. I was the tallest on my team. Right. But not only, you know, so it was like, it was hard, man. The hoop, hoop thing was hard. I loved the game. I played all the way until my junior year, actually. And I was like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to just focus on this football thing. I'm going to try to get that. That's what happened, man. I see my friend Cam get a scholarship and I was like, I'm going to focus mm. on it. <laughs> wow. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's so funny. Well, man, I hate to, I hate to, uh, you know, conclude the, the episode on a, on a negative, but I do want to get into obviously what's going on in America and other countries right now. Mm-hmm. With the coronavirus, you know, I don't know if you have any NBA friends. You know, obviously, a bunch of things are getting shut down. You know, day by day, week by week. Um, how do you think this is going to affect the NFL? Uh, obviously, the draft is going to have to be streamed. It's looking like OTAs are right now for now uh, postponed. Do you think? You think this thing's gonna ride out into the season where we may have a delay or something like that? What do you think? Hell no. Nah. The NFL will have our asses out there. We're gonna be in pads soon. <laughs> hey, man, we're gonna be helmets and shoulder pads soon. <laughs> you think so? Hey, it's funny, man. Oh, yeah. I was telling I was telling somebody earlier, I said, look, man, if if there's you know, I, I and I and I hate to say this, but I was like, listen, there, if there's a league that's gonna that's gonna, you know, not necessarily jeopardize the players, but say, hey, listen. 
you guys need to be ready in a week. Probably, be, probably, probably be the NFL. Probably yeah. would be the league of pro football. Yeah. But uh, I guess yeah. it remains to be seen. Yeah, we'll see how it plays you know, out. You know, I know that it's affecting in in some areas training, right? I mean, you, you're yeah. talking. I know you're you're a free agent. You're trying to get ready, and it's like, man, they want to close yeah. down the gyms and things like that. Yeah, how do you and, do that? And, and you're in San Francisco, right? So yeah. San Francisco's like, I mean, it, it, it's it's heavy out there. The ghost town, bros. Real life. It's in your face out here, yeah. Gosh. How you dealing with that, man? You just kind of playing well, it safe myself, and just going about what you got to do? Yeah, myself, I'm already kind of a homebody. Uh, so for myself, it doesn't affect me much, but... If it affects you, like just looking and seeing it, you know that from that standpoint, like looking outside of, at the city and not seeing anybody outside is kind of weird. Uh, yeah. Just from that standpoint, I guess other than other other than that, uh, you know everything else been good for myself. Now I saw. Now you correct me if I'm wrong, but I saw a clause that the league is implementing, and I believe that it was saying. Uh, test people. Yeah, if you test positive for the corona, it's basically like a failed physical, and your and your contract is is uh, essentially void. Void. At that point, is that is that am, am I right about that? I heard the same thing. I don't know, if <sighs> bro. Too, but yeah. I heard. <sighs> All what? right. Wow. We need to confirm this. Wow. Wow is the only answer I have to that. If that's the truth, you know. Anyway, man. Dion, I really appreciate you taking the time Wait, out. We oh. we got to get another ad in here. Yeah, I know. I was, getting, I was getting ready to do that. I was getting ready to do that. Yeah. Uh, thank you, um, you know, Dion, for joining the show. Uh, real, real quick before I let you go, I want to do one last shout out. And uh, this is the LinkedIn. I don't know if you, I have a LinkedIn. I don't know if you guys got LinkedIn. We love LinkedIn. Uh, on LinkedIn, I'm robertjturban.com. And on this with J for uh, Just Perfect. Uh, but uh, actually, it's James. But... Or just I? get LinkedIn. over yourself. <laughs> oh, just get over. You know what? Don't listen. <laughs> this, is, this is turbo <sighs> talk. You feel me? If I'm feeling myself, then uh -huh. I'm feeling myself. Okay. Uh, you know, like Mac Dre, which you don't know nothing mm. about because you in Orange County. Go anyway, on. LinkedIn. All right. Uh, general chatter about applying for a job or hiring someone uh, for a job story about interviewing for a job. Uh, the perfect hire can happen. <clears throat> excuse me, the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. And the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn jobs. All right. It has uh, uh, over 675 million members worldwide. Really you might see some turbo talk episodes on there. Yeah, definitely. We'll see some turbo talk uh, uh, episode clips uh, on my LinkedIn. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn jobs. Uh, you can pay, what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post. All right, LinkedIn, everybody. Thank you, LinkedIn and all of our sponsors uh, for sponsoring today's episode with my man, Dion Jordan, who I just met this year. Um, I've been fortunate to, to be introduced to T uh, at the, at the same training facility that he's at Bridget, if you don't know this. And, uh, and so we've been, we've been training together this, this, this off season. He's got familiarity with T. How long you been with T now? Uh, almost four years. So four years. Four. Yeah. So, uh, this is my, this is my first, uh, uh you know, off season with them and, and it's been great so far. Uh, really appreciate, uh, once again, you coming onto the show and, and, you know, appreciate obviously what we're able to do together in the gym as far as pushing each other, uh, really looking to, uh, to grow and build our brotherhood and relationship and friendship. I think there's a lot that we can learn from each other. We've been through a lot of similar things. Um, and so, um, thanks for being so open and transparent, uh, uh, on this episode and, uh, man, look forward to hearing from you soon. Thank you, man. I appreciate you guys for having me as well. The grills in my mouth double as a freeze rate. The grills in my mouth double as a freeze rate.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.